This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Bob Kopsick in for Libby Snymer, who will return tomorrow at this time. And the numbers to call, I think there'll be one or two or three or four or more wanting to get in on this next conversation. It's got to do with Donald Trump. 416-360-0740. There's the toll-free line if this suits you better. 1-866-740-4740. Now, when the president embarked on his first trip overseas the other day, he left his problems behind. But when he returns, will they be even bigger? Well, we've all heard who he thinks is responsible. Look at the way I've been treated lately. (laughs) Especially by the media. No politician in history, and I say this with great surety, has been treated worse or more unfairly. You can't let them get you down. You can't let the critics and the naysayers get in the way of your dreams. Now, shortly before taking off on the trip, there was the New York Times report that Trump told the Russian foreign minister and ambassador to the U.S. that firing, quote, the nutjob FBI director had relieved, quote, great pressure on him, paper citing an official written White House account of that meeting in the Oval Office, which just happened to follow the day after James Comey was fired. And then you've got the Washington Post reporting a current senior White House advisor under scrutiny as part of the investigation into possible collusion between Trump's campaign and Russia. Now, we'll go to the phones momentarily. First, our next guests, and both have been on with Libby Snymer in the past, Michael Diamond, president of Upstream Strategy Group, and neighbor Paul Pacelli, American conservative journalist, pundit, gentlemen, welcome. Good afternoon. Great to be here. And Michael. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for joining us, gentlemen. Okay. Is it the media's fault, Michael? You know, it, it is. I mean, I would say that Donald Trump has been given unfair scrutiny from the day he got into the race, where you've had uh, you know journalists like Rachel Maddow just nitpicking and looking for things. But that said, he has also given them a lot of fair fodder. I think the, the mainstream media would do themselves a favor by concentrating on the big things, concentrating on Russia, concentrating on Flynn, and leaving the little things that people that may be important, but that people are going to care about less um, alone. You know, Rob Ford, a politician I once worked for, was very good at attacking the media, and the media did him a lot of favors by going after his personal life. Had they just attacked his uh, absentia in office and some of the other actual serious attacks, he never would have been able to go after them. The real attacks on him would have had more credibility, and that's the same thing as Donald Trump. To beat Donald Trump in the media, you have to be cleaner than Donald Trump, and he's, he's very skilled at this, so the media, I think, need to be very, very diligent at where they actually attack him. Well, before we get your view on this, Paul, I think it's pretty easy to be cleaner than than Donald Trump, isn't it? Well, if, if you if you hit the small things, though, if you hit the small things, if you talk about his family, if you talk about Ivanka, the, the more people pay attention to the trips to Mar-a-Lago, which, you know, there is an expense of the taxpayer, but really in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. He's able to hide behind that. So they would be much better off to focus on the real scandal, the real issues, and, and leave the little things alone. Okay, Paul. 
Yeah, I agree 100% uh, with what he just said. Um, you have veteran journalists here, and we're, we're talking about, you know, guys and gals who have been in the business 30, 40 years, you know, pre-everybody having a blog, pre-cable news. You know, we're talking about folks like Tom Brokaw from NBC and Bob Woodward from the Watergate days, who in the past couple of weeks have just told people, step back, take a breath, calm down. And, and, and Bob Woodward said, listen, 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 if you're a reporter, just do your job. Forget all the other ancillary stuff like your guest just said. Um, uh, uh, you know, the more that you do have the nitpicking against him, this in some way reinforces, oh, there's been a little bit, maybe a 2 or 3% uh, um, um, a wavering by some of his base, according to some polls. But by and large, this just reinforces the narrative that Trump is willing to lay out here. Uh, you have a House investigation on this now. You have a Senate investigation now. The FBI investigation will not go away just because Director Comey was fired. And now you have a former FBI Director Robert Mueller, who is held in high esteem by everybody. So he is now an independent counsel. He's not a prosecutor. He's a counsel. So there will be a, 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 a result to this. Uh, now, is it going to come quickly enough for Democrats and folks who criticize President Trump? Maybe, maybe not. Now, late this morning, you two both, I'm sure, are aware of this, or some of our listeners might not be, but that former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn basically reportedly going to invoke the, the Fifth Amendment against self-incrimination, likely won't turn over personal documents to the U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee, uh, committee rather, and of course they're investigating, as you pointed out, Paul, one of the ones investigating uh, Trump and possible meddling by the, the Russians. So uh, what does this do, if anything, if we're looking at the bigger picture and we're not looking at Ivanka or, or Melania, we're focusing on the big stuff. So what does this potentially mean? You know, I think, and, oh, sorry, Paul, go ahead. No, thank you. No, it, it just, you know, it, it could mean, as I'm sure you'll agree with, you know, it could mean a number of things. Um, you know, here in the states of invoking the Fifth Amendment, um, it is a constitutional protection against you having to answer questions where then the questioner can step back and say, oh, so this way, this means that and that, so you are guilty of this. Um, the natural reaction from some people is going to uh, be well you're obviously hiding something well if you recall uh, Lois Lerner who was tied up in the IRS scandal of a few years ago uh, she invoked the Fifth Amendment and pretty much uh, never got uh, spanked or ended up in jail for anything so you know that's going to be very very uh, interesting a lot of the experts and pundits down here are saying that if somebody ends up getting pinched in the end in this whole thing it will likely be Michael Flynn for something, and it might not be all that major. Okay, and before we continue, I've got a few questions, but we've got uh, Sharon from Hamilton uh, who's joining us now, and she has question or comment here. And welcome, by the way, Sharon. Thank you, Bob. Um, I don't understand why Donald Trump is um, lying about everything. Why is he not telling the truth? This is what I don't understand. Well, Paul sort of your president, we're, we're neighbors, Michael and I, so you go ahead and answer that one, and then we'll get Michael on this. Well, listen, um, he, he obviously, um, he's obviously uh, uh, put out some falsehoods in some of these tweets that he's put out, whether it's the size of his crowd 
or certain other things? Um, you know, that's a very good question. Now, when you step back and look at the major policies, when you step back and look at the fact that just merely his talk of a border wall has resulted in a 70% drop in folks crossing the border, uh, merely his talk of tax reform has got CEOs excited here in the stock market going crazy. Those are all positives. Why he tends to lie or stretch the truth or or, or go against the grain, I don't know. And there are people around him. The word is there are people around him trying to tell him that if you just ease off the Twitter a bit and stop trying to punch back on everything, you'd be in a much better position. Michael? Yeah, you know, Donald Trump's been lying about his uh, net worth for quite some time. You know, when, when Forbes magazine and Fortune magazine published a list of people's net worth, a lot of the people that make it call and complain because they say that, no, no, that's not true. I'm not worth nearly that much. Donald Trump did the opposite. He'd call and complain that they underestimated his net worth. So Donald Trump has lied to make himself look better for 20 years to the public. So I mean, we shouldn't be surprised he's doing this. And he's often lying about the little things, the crowd sizes, you know, the rallies. Um, how he was self-funding his campaign when he was actually taking donations from uh, from uh, the, from citizens as he was entitled to do, but then just don't claim that you're self-financing the campaign. But that said, look, Bill Clinton as president lied under oath, so we shouldn't hold Donald Trump to a different standard than Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton uh, faced impeachment and was acquitted on obstruction of justice and perjury, and uh, it will be interesting to see if uh, Donald Trump is to be impeached by the House and the Senate to conduct a trial, if those Democrats who voted to acquit Clinton Clinton uh, vote to convict Trump. Okay, now the president, as I pointed out, and as you both know and as listeners know, he's overseas right now, and latest stop, he's in Israel, the guest of President Netanyahu tomorrow, sitting down with the president of the Palestinian Authority. White House has downplayed the prospects of a, of a breakthrough on jump-starting the peace process, but of course, he's been bullish on the potential for peace during his time in office. Uh, uh, Michael, what are the odds in your mind? Very, very, very low. We've had presidents uh, attempt this who had much greater depth in foreign policy. George Herbert Walker Bush, for example, was one of the great uh, diplomats uh, earlier on in his career and had a, a great depth in this. So I don't think the Donald Trump, Jared Kushner uh, duo is going to be able to do what many a very experienced diplomats and politicians in the past have failed to do. Okay, Paul Pacelli. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, listen, the Middle East is going to be a problem for decades to come. And, you know, it goes back thousands of years with all the intricacies there. Um, what I think, though, you see that's interesting is, and, and even folks I know that cover Washington say that this is a major difference between President Trump and former President Obama. Is he loves to meet with people, if you notice. He will meet and listen and talk to anyone on a moment's notice, whether it's Middle Eastern leaders, uh, whether he didn't hesitate the other day, uh, you know, in that controversial meeting where he may have called Comey a nut job there. He, in the middle of this whole Russian thing, he said, you know, convention be damned. I'm going to have two of the Russian diplomats over at the White House. Uh, he constantly has uh, leaders of major industry with these panel discussions and private meetings at the White House. And I think it's inbred in him that maybe, right or wrongly, he can take some of these tactics that he uses in dealing with, you know, developers in New York City who deal with steel workers and iron workers and suppliers. You know, maybe he thinks that he can take some of that and apply that on the world stage. 
Okay, gentlemen, as we're nearing the top of the hour in the news here, uh, a real easy one for for me to to ask, and maybe I'm putting you both up against it because there isn't the time, but uh, Michael Diamond, if we can, uh, bottom line, how deep is is Trump in all of this, and does he survive it, or does he follow Nixon into the, Richard Nixon into the history books, or as you pointed out, Bill Clinton, and he, and he, and he doesn't go the impeachment route. What do you think? I know I that... Think- I think he follows the Clinton path. Donald Trump's not someone who's going to give up, and he's also someone who I think is very, uh, very, uh, you know, self-confident. So he he's going to think he'll be able to escape it. And you have to look at and give him some credit because each and every step of the way, you know, the Megyn Kelly comments, start his campaign, the John McCain comments, the uh, Access Hollywood tape and locker room talk. Everyone said he was done, and he never was done. So Donald Trump's going to hold that to be. Uh, he'll play the odds. Paul Pacelli. Yes, I agree 100%. He, he's not going, he would have to be removed, kicking and screaming from the White House. I think if anything touches him, uh, he would survive. Uh, you've got mainstream Democrats now, some of whom who would know at least some of the intelligence on the big Sunday talk shows here, constantly saying uh, that they still don't see any major connection between Mr. Trump uh, and his campaign uh, and, the, uh, and the Russians. And frankly, you have a lot of Democrats here now over the past week, if you do some reading, saying, hey, wait a minute, um, having Trump there for our electoral purposes might not be such a bad thing. It's e- easier to run against him than it would be to run against Mike Pence, who would be embraced by the Republican establishment. So either one of you think that his lack of political background, even though as a high-profiled businessman, would have had a lot of contact with politicians and would know how the other side worked, the fact that he's now on that other side, you don't think, uh, or it's just growing pains, or you don't think that he's kind of lost where he is, or he's surrounded by enough people that know how to play the game? Uh, Paul? Well, I think of uh, two things at work here quickly. I think that he's very frustrated. That's what you read here. Um, when he made that comment, a lot of people laughed at it when he said, you know, it's harder than I thought. And I think he was, he thought he could come in and be the great uh, conciliator, which he's finding uh, rather difficult. And the second thing is, and we could talk, it's too bad we don't have another hour here, but we, another you know, we have these leaks coming out of the White House. Someone in the White House uh, or in the inner circle is leaking to the press, and that is infuriating him. That, even more than what Donald Trump does or says, that's got a lot of people with constitutional uh, backgrounds very worried down here. And I'm sure that individual or those individuals, uh, uh, I think, might be looking over their shoulders. I don't know if they'd want to really be in his crosshairs. And uh, Michael Diamond. Yeah, I'd say, you know, look for him to change course directly. This uh, trip is going very well so far. I think it will continue to go well. He's staying on message. And I think when he gets back, you'll probably, uh, for his sake, hopefully see some staffing changes. Maybe not huge, but some minor staffing changes. And that will uh, be a signal that he wants to reset a tiny, tiny little bit. Okay. Paul Pacelli, our neighbor to the south, uh, American conservative journalist. And we just heard there from Michael Diamond, president of Upstream uh, Strategy Group. Uh, Thank you both for for joining us uh, on this holiday. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. 
Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.